Welcome to the Holy Smokes Podcast, a show about faith, friendship, fine tobacco, and drink. I'm Steve Ryder, and we are going to be talking about the history of Holy Smokes. And I'm sitting back at the place where it all started in K. Hidamine's backyard. White man pronounces your last name, Hiramini. Also, Hiramine. Hiramine? Yes, right. <laughs> and I'm also back here with Steve Grison, who was here at the very first Holy Smoke event. How long ago was that, Kay? It happened back in 2007, Steve. We were all together. I, I would get together with guys for cigars and, and you know, a little libation, maybe a scotch or a bourbon or a nice rip bottle of red wine. Yeah. And, you know, we'd have one or two guys that would come over usually. And so I sent out a text, and I happened to felt like I wanted to bring together some leaders. So megachurch pastors... We live in Colorado Springs, you know, the, yeah. the mecca of Christendom, so to speak. You know, we have over 275 ministries here in yeah. Colorado Springs and a lot of large churches, vibrant churches. And I texted about five or six megachurch pastors and ministry leaders, and four of them showed up, which was unusual. Usually one or two will make up. Yeah. Because, you know, I only give them like an hour or two notice or a few hours notice, and it just happened that... You know, about four of them showed up, and we all hung out, and Steve was there, and we got back out here, what we call the crib of Holy Smokes, which you'll see a picture of it on the on the website. The Hidamine Haven. Haven. That's right, behind it's, the Hidamine it's, Haven. It's, that's it's, right. It's, if, if you're tagging it on Facebook, that's where it's tagged. That's the right. cradle of cigars. The cradle <laughs> of Holy Smokes. So we were just sitting there in 2007, and we talked for about two and a half, three hours, Steve, and we realized that we didn't talk about ministry stuff we didn't talk about job stuff we talked about our struggles we talked about what life was going on with our families and one of the senior pastors of this mega church he said he looked at me he goes you know Kay, i I don't have a safe place to do this remember that steve yeah and and it just broke our hearts and so finally what happened was they began sharing that they really needed a place like this that was safe for them because they're mega church pastors or ministry leaders they couldn't go out in the open you know go to like a cigar lounge in town yeah. so but they needed to do it by themselves and they like hide from the neighbor next door you know on the patio and smoke their cigar yeah but they said you know we need a place where we can gather like this on a regular basis so as we were sitting there it was kind of funny about a few hours into it you know they then they started talking about ministry stuff and what they're going through and one of them was going through a real big transition at the church yeah and um one of them said you know okay uh when you sent out that text message and it says come and have a cigar and scotch you know what if my assistant or someone on staff saw it or that's hilarious and so i was like i said hey i said so you know let's let's have a code name for them what should we call it he goes well let's call it uh one of them said i forget who it was but he goes let's call it holy smokes so then you know let's have an hs time so it could be confused for like holy spirit or something So yeah. now we call it Holy Smokes, and you know it grew um, over time. I said, you know, there's other guys out there that really need this. Other men that are lonely, that are desire for fellowship, but they don't really have a place to do it. And Steve, you remember that? I mean, over the next couple of years, we'd have like 30, 40 guys here on a weekend. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. they'd bring a drink and share a box of cigars with guys, and we just hang out and talk and and just uh, love on each other. So, Steve, you were here at the first one. What are your memories of, of that time? Well, I think, you know, of course, you know, when I, I met Kay years ago and he was a big cigar guy when I first met him. I was a pipe guy for years. My wife had bought me my first pipe and I collected pipes from around the world. I was 
I'm a filmmaker. I was shooting projects in 45 plus yeah. countries, and I would buy pipes as a way to remember a place. And so I had That's pipes cool. from Turkey and Italy and all over the world. And these to me were like pieces of art. Yeah. And it's something I could yeah. smoke in my office and air it out. And literally, you could come in the next day and not know. It didn't stink the place up. But cigars were a different thing altogether. So I was really a newbie when I met Kay. So Kay mentored me in the ways of cigars in the early days. Yeah. And uh, But what was so great about it was it was a peer-level discussion. It was guys that were in the same world. And typically, when you look at the Holy Smokes groups around the country they sort of fall into those categories. Find guys that are in their space, their friends, their friends' friends, which tend to be, you know, a, a sort of a cultural group. And so in this group were a g bunch of guys that were not necessarily hiding because there's nothing wrong with having a cigar and a scotch or a bourbon, you know, we're still following the biblical mandate not to be drunk and all that stuff. There's none of that. We've actually never seen that in Colorado Springs here ever. Yeah. But it's just about a forum because, you know, women are really good at gathering. You know, our wives get together for tea and they hang out mm -hmm. and they spend time together. Yeah. And men are pretty bad at it, honestly. We need to we need a reason. We need to go Event. do something. Exactly. We need to golf yeah. or hunt. But we can't always golf and hunt, you know. But so we need a reason to gather. So cigars was were a way that we could connect on a fairly regular basis and just download with no agenda just be around each other yeah. and just being around each other is healing and encouraging to each of these guys well i can tell you right now some of the most authentic conversations i've had with other men and with just people in general mm -hmm. have been with a cigar in my hand at a holy smokes event yeah. that's true that's right and and it's and for me it's been an amazing five years to be involved in this community and to develop the friendships that I have with the two of you and, you know, a few dozen other people that, that regularly attend and people that just drop in because this is like the Mecca. This is where it was birthed. And so people will come in the, and they'll try and come on a Wednesday. They'll plan their trip so that way they make sure they hit up one Holy Smoke in Colorado Springs. And I, just, I love that. I yeah. love just getting to know new people through this group. I just had a guy hit me up. He, he'll be in town. He lives in South Africa, but he wants to make a point to get together and have some cigars yeah because every time he's in town he enjoys that so much and he doesn't have that and he's got a little little of that in south africa but i mean same thing and so once guys experience that connection they see the value and they come back and they enjoy each other and good things happen. And it's not just guys, though, that come. I mean, there's That's some true. women. That's right. Nellie makes it, your wife, That's Nellie, right. makes appearances yeah. mm -hmm. often. And uh, Yeah, we call the wives that actually smoke cigars the Holy Grail. <laughs> you know, I mean, what better to have a wife that actually loves cigars and will smoke one with you? Yeah, what a woman. <laughs> what a woman. <laughs> but, you know, it's true. I mean, men in general, I mean, this is, and I travel all over the world. Many of us in our circles do. And, you know, we find men that are just lonely. And they need a reason. Men need a reason to get together. And so what we've created is a safe place for men to have authentic relationships without an agenda. So, you know, some guidelines, you had to just come up with it over time. A culture sort of developed, Steve. And, and what we realized is that, one, number one is you can't be an asshole. Yeah. That's rule number one, which means you know, you're going to invite guys that are going to enjoy stuff not being a jerk about it they're not gonna get drunk or per se or you know that kind of stuff or get out of hand 
And um, they're really there to get to know each other's stories. And that's usually where great relationships happen and start, where yeah. you used to sit down to the next to a guy that you never met, and you say, hey, man, what's your story? What, tell me about your life. You know, yeah. what, what's going on? And, and you know, not all open up. Some take, you know, a few times to get there, and they kind of observe, and they sit in the corner, and, you know, that's yeah. cool. That's fine. Yeah. But eventually what happens, they find out, hey, these guys are legit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they go, man, I can trust these guys with my story. and. And what I'm struggling with or what I'm going through. And yeah. what's beautiful now is we see it multi-generationally where younger guys are coming. And they said, yeah, I did this. And I said this to my wife. And all the guys in their 50s were like, oh, man, that was a rookie mistake. <laughs> 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 the older married guys are going, oh, yeah, oh rookie boy. mistake. Yeah. Boy. Oh. I did that when I was 22. Yeah, you know, well, and, oh, we boy. A, we need a short course on this stuff. <laughs> This is how you're going to make up for that. You know? yeah. <laughs> Flowers is a good thing, you know, whatever, you know. Don't smell like an ashtray when you go, you know, home. And and then uh, the second rule is you can't pitch or sell anything in the Holy Smokes. So there's no agenda other than we pray for the Holy Spirit to just show up. We set the table, so to speak. Hospitality is a big part of this. Fellowship, yeah. food. And we say that you cannot come and with the agenda of, like, raising money for something or if you're part of a ministry or a church project, or if you're trying to sell your business service or product. Um, we try to make it really clean that way mm-hmm. so that people don't get uh, ambushed. You know, it's, you know, it's not gonna, we're not going to have like an Amway thing going on, like, you know, you have a wonderful plan for your life. <laughs> you know? So No drawing now, circles. No, no drawing circles, <laughs> that's right. And so what we also have is, <laughs> we also have um, where there are some groups where we will, Call of Holy Smokes, meaning that we'll inform like a on a text trail, folks like fifteen guys, and we'll say, "Hey, I'm having a Holy Smokes at such and such a place this time, and we're going to have this person share about human trafficking or about his ministry, or you know, if you're interested, come." Those that are way, some fun ones too to awesome. be involved. Oh, absolutely, and that's okay to do. But you just need to be upfront. honorable, upfront, with integrity, yeah. and do unto others what doing to yourself. Right? I mean, you, you wouldn't want to be ambushed going into a meeting. Yeah. So. That's awesome. So coming out of those first few months and really kind of years, when, when did Holy Smokes really become Holy Smokes, the Facebook group? And when, when did it really start to grow? Great question. So that was back in 2007 when we had that initial meeting. Yeah. I've been smoking cigars for probably about 21 years now. And you're still alive. Still alive, healthy. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's a lot of medical reports out there, and I can send you the text, guys, and all the information that it's actually okay to smoke one or two cigars a day. Yeah. Um, but FDA. There you go. And it's a celebratory cigar, as I call it. I'm celebrating life every day with my friends. Is, is uh, I would say, about five years into it, wouldn't you say, Steve, by around 2011, 12, because we have... Colorado Springs is interesting that a lot of folks come in and out of here. So when we'd have yeah. Holy Smokes, guys would just pop in and say, hey, why don't you come to Holy Smokes? And, uh, well, what is that? Well, it's just a bunch of guys that like cigars. Oh, I, I kind of like cigars, too. And, uh, you know, and usually do, we call it the Holy Smokes handshake, right? So you're at a dinner and, you know, or a church meeting and and you go, oh, you know, what are you guys doing after after lunch today or after church? Oh, yeah. Do you have, do you have wine? Do you like wine? Oh, yeah, I like wine. Do you like uh, bourbon? <laughs> Then it usually turns into, well, do you like a cigar once in a while? And then, then you find out whether the guy you know, is open yeah. to it. And yeah. then, then you invite him. So you start you know, figuring out who amongst your sphere of networks or your friends likes enjoying a cigar with a bunch of folks in the fellowship. 
And so you invite them over. And so people would drop in here and they would see it. And they, and I would inevitably, I mean, Steve and I would laugh, you know, we'd get these text messages or Facebook messages and say, Hey, how can I start a Holy Smokes in Dayton, Ohio? Yeah. I said, dude, number one, you don't need permission to start a Holy Smokes, right? Just get another guy, invite a friend and have a cigar and start inviting other guys and don't have an agenda and just pray that the Holy Spirit would show up and God always does. So where are some other locations that are very regular? I mean, we see it on on the Facebook page, the secret Facebook group. It's a secret group. Mm-hmm. And where else are we seeing those kinds of locations? I, I know that Orange County has, has a pretty healthy and vibrant, regular, somewhat regular meeting. There's and- groups all over the place now. It's interesting, Kay, when he started the uh, the private Facebook page, that became a way to communicate, and that was important so people could connect. And the point of the Facebook page was to say, here we are, here's a group of guys, post pictures, show connections, see what people are smoking, see what they like. They'll post reviews on cigars they like or bourbons they, or scotches they found. And um, I remember early, I had a lifelong friend that I go back to the 70s with here in town yeah. named Paul Felitas. Yeah. And when I brought Paul in to this discussion, Paul ended up saying, hey, this is my thing. And he hosts one of the most vibrant groups now in the country in downtown Colorado Springs. We're north, about 25 minutes yeah. north of Colorado Springs where we live. But Paul is, you know, Paul is an exemplary host. He's so That's great right. at making people feel welcome. Yeah. He has this great 100-year-old house on a double lot with this big lawn in the summertime we could sit out and enjoy. Beautiful space. And Paul is really good at just bringing people in and making them feel connected. And he remembers their names and he's yeah. a, he's half German. He was born in Berlin and half Greek. So the Greek part of him, he's hugging everybody. <laughs> and the German part of him, he's organized. Right? Yeah. He's the linear organized engineer guy, right? right. So he's got both those skills that he, he deploys. And I'll tell you, if there's ever a model of how to be a Holy Smokes host, yes. Paul Felitas is the guy. Because the host has to be a person that's not only just welcoming, um, but also intentional about reaching out to the, the guy or gal that's kind of sitting yeah. there in the corner and not engaging. Yeah, and he will literally sit down, give him a hug, and just say, "Hey, tell me your story. You know, how'd you get here? Who who brought you? How'd you hear about this?" And really brings him into the group. And he consistently, right, bro? I mean, he might he have does. forty people. Yeah, and and he's just so loving, and sincere about it. And he really is an exemplary model of what it looks like for Holy Smokes. So we call it the Holy Smokes downtown Colorado Springs, and we have a number of groups up and down the Front Range. Uh, Castle Rock has a great group, which is a town yeah. between Denver and here. We have a group up in. Uh, in Littleton, Colorado, another one in Boulder. Well, we well, we now have probably in probably every major city. So Seattle is pretty consistent. I see a group um, in Houston that meets somewhat regularly. Yeah, exactly. Dallas, Fort Worth, Dallas. Frisco is huge. Charlotte. Oh my gosh, Charlotte's vastly. Yeah, they have like yeah. three groups there. Florida. Well, Orlando, Orlando Tampa. You know, the home of Corona cigars. How could you not, How could you not have a great group well, down there? Yeah, that's right. And then down in Miami area, Fort Lauderdale. Um, there's one in Jacksonville, uh, North, obviously all over the Carolinas, Atlanta, Chicago, you know, Ohio Valley's just burning it up. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And that's just the U.S. ones. That's now, US. now the international thing has exploded. Yeah. And I think it's great because, you know, part of the thing that I thought about when, when we started rolling this out was it's interesting when you meet a group of sort of unabashed Christian guys. And this is not a Christian event per mm-hmm. se. True. 
Yeah. But there are a lot of believing guys who are there. Uh, first thing is, these guys don't look religious. They get cigars lit and a bourbon or a scotch. So that kind of gets rid of the uber religious guys that go, whoa, 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 you know. And, <laughs> and that's good from our standpoint because yeah. those aren't the guys that we're trying to reach. The other thing is, I was also wanting it to be a place where non-believers would come that's right. and meet yeah. just good men totally. and good women now yeah. and be able just to talk about life, talk about their stories. And I had one of these younger guys tell me, he goes, you know, it's amazing because, you know, we started out honestly being kind of an old guys club. And then these all these hipsters started coming in, right? Younger, younger dudes. Yeah. And, you know, they're saying, man, you know, you guys, you older guys are encouraging us in our businesses and somebody we can talk to, you know, in some cases they, don't, they may not have much of a dad in their life. And so here you have a chance to engage with multi-generations back and forth. And we're learning from these guys, Absolutely. too, because they're bright, they're interesting, yeah. they're adventuresome, they see the world through different eyes. And so it's a great time, really, for guys to connect. And really, when I go, like if I go to Paul's, for instance, and there's 30 or 40 guys, I'm just going to sit down and have a conversation maybe with two guys. Mm-hmm. Like there's no group discussions going on. Basically, it's mostly one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll greet the guys you know when you come in. But then you'll just sit down with a guy and just have a great conversation. Maybe a guy you have already you know or you're just getting his story or somebody that you already know and you just talk about other things. But it's such a fulfilling thing to just connect that way. And I think that's why Holy Smokes will continue to grow because that is so needed. We live really in the most connected social media world you can imagine. And at the same time, people are lonely because they want real connections with people. Truth. And they don't have it. That's right. Yeah. And everybody's running hard in their work and in their families, and they yeah. need that downtime. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've gotten texts from and, and Facebook messages from wives that have said, "I thank God for Holy Smokes because my mm-hmm. husband is a better husband. He's a better dad, and for him to go away for two hours and coming back smell like an ashtray, he's actually a better man for it, and he loves Jesus even more because of it because he's getting that encouragement from others." Sure. Yep. And also, you got like Steve shared. You got a place. It's a safe place for what I call pre-Christians or non-believers to come to, because they're blown away. They're like, "You, you Christian dudes, you followers of Jesus, actually like smoking sticks? Wow, that's that's unusual. That's not the, my concept or perception of yeah. what Christians do. You know, you guys are normal. Well, yeah, we're we're all pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's fantastic to see um, a lot of. You know, pre-Christians, non-believers coming in here. And then what's the other growing segment, too, is, and I think it's always been this way, but we've never really, it's kind of, this is more anecdotal. We don't track it or we have no, that it's people who have lapsed from the church. You know, people who have not gone to church or been part of a church for a while, and they find a group of men that they can actually hang out with and relate to. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of their way of getting back into fellowship and then eventually re-engaging with the church. Well, it's something that a cigar is not a 30-minute thing. No. A cigar is usually an hour and a half, two hours, maybe even a two-and-a-half-hour stick. Well, or... if you're a hot boxer like me, that's you know, <laughs> this is a half-hour cigar no matter and, what. And, 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 and... <laughs> so I have to have multiples. <laughs> but, but it forces you almost to slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, right. and in our culture, where everyone's running so ragged and harried yeah. from thing to thing and checking their phones all the time, mm-hmm. to sit down and have an authentic conversation with someone that goes 45, 60 hour and a half, two hours. It's something that that's just, it's good for the soul. And, and I can tell you right now, there have been times where my wife has actually kicked me out of the house and said, you're going to the Holy Smokes because wow. you need some guy time. Yeah. Mm. 
And, and, and I, I moved from having to go home, change, shower, brush my teeth a couple times, and then go upstairs to my wife being like, yeah, it's, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Just, and just, just because she knows how good that is for my soul. Well, when you think about it, interesting. So you and I could have met socially in some way. We could have been around each other three or four years and still really on, only known each other at sort of a cursory level. Totally. But because we're now hanging out at Holy Smokes, we're able to go deeper, really get to know each other, get to know each other's families, what we do, what's driving us, all kinds of stuff like yeah. that. And we get to know guys in a way that you probably never would unless you got that time. And that's what makes it so great. A wonderful story of a couple that is part of Holy Smokes. They used to live in Denver, downtown Denver, a uh, younger couple. And they would have friends, and you know they, they had friends there that they lived with, and they intentionally moved in that area because of their friendships. But they found that at a certain level, they could only go so deep with those friends. Yeah. And they all went to the same church. They, I mean, but at some point, it just sort of hit a block. And they found out about Holy Smokes, and they came down, and you know they, and they found that the relationships were so intentional, so deep, that they actually sold their home in Denver, and bought a home, you know, an hour south, to be closer to be around more men and women in the Holy Smokes family, so to speak. I love what you said, Steve, about the multi generational aspect of because. The wisdom and insight I've gotten from guys like you and Paul and UK and a whole bunch of other guys, which we won't name, which I think is another one of the rules that, you know, you kind of have is what happens at Holy Smokes stays at Holy Smokes right. and the posts stay within the Holy Smokes yep. group so that way we're not outing people that don't want to be known right. yeah. as part of the Holy Smokes community. Because it's an honor culture. You know, we yeah. want to honor them because in some circles in the church today and in Christendom, you know, it's it's actually an anathema to smoke a cigar or to have a bourbon or whatever, you know, see, it's that joke, right? You know, you, you, know, you go two guys uh, meet in a liquor store and you know, it's going to be the guy from the Holy smokes. That's going to actually say and recognize you and say hello, but it's probably not going to be the Baptist guy or the Pentecostal guy. <laughs> it's going to even recognize you. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to go buy his booze and walk out the door. <laughs> exactly. Which, which is something that we want to see through this show. Eventually the people that are willing to step out and say, yeah. no, I do enjoy this. And there's yeah. a reason it's, it's not against you know, the Bible to have to enjoy a cigar. I mean, right. Spurgeon loved cigars. Yeah. I will smoke a good cigar tonight before I go to bed unto the glory of God. What a quote. I love That's it. a great quote. I love that quote. I want to get that t-shirt. There's it's a, there's it's some... an oft quoted quote yes. amongst Holy Smokes. Yeah. <laughs> and we could go down C.S. Lewis oh, and a whole sure. bunch of other people. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's that multi-generational thing that, that I think really gives me some energy, not only with you baby boomers, I'm a Gen Xer. Yeah. To get that input from the baby boomers, but also to be hanging around some millennials mm -hmm. and getting those fresh perspectives and talking Absolutely. to them and yeah. get, getting to understand their generation a yep. little bit more. Right. My wife and I moved to a church in, in town called Pulse. Our first Saturday night that we went, we were the oldest couple in the room. Wow. And, and so being around so many of those millennials, my wife really changed her opinion of, of that generation by starting to be a big sister to a lot of those girls. They need that. Dan Sullivan, who created Strategic Coach, he created this book called uh, My Plan to Live to 156. Mm. And and one of those things that he does in order to maintain that youthfulness, I mean, Dan's now, I think, 70 or 75. Mm. And one of those things that he does is he intentionally surrounds himself with younger generations mm. to keep himself younger and always be tapping into those younger generations. And that's something that this group is really, really good at offering. 
You know, I, I, and this is something I live every day. I'm in the creative space. I have a film distribution company and I'm a, I produce films as well. But all the guys that work for me are 20-somethings. And I just decided I'm going to be the only old guy in the mix because we want to be able to focus on the next generation with everything that we're yeah, doing right. and have yeah. a future because that's, that's the way it works. But, you know, I, you know Holy Smoke's multi-generation thing has just become a tremendously strong thing. And I think, you know, the groups that are young, if they began to open this up more, uh, whether they're young guys who want to pull in some old guys, they'll see the benefits of this. Oh, it's, it's really strong. Or their sons. It's really great. Oh, yeah. Now you're seeing families coming in and like fathers bringing their sons and granddads bringing their grandsons. It's really cool to see. You know, another great story that's really been powerful, that's been a theme within Holy Smokes, has been where a lot of Holy Smokes guys travel. And there's been a few stories that I've heard uh, from others, but then I've also spoke to a couple guys that have had real struggles with pornography mm. or even hooking up, you know, and they're married mm. when they're traveling. Mm -hmm. And they said that Holy Smokes has really helped them because what happens, is they say, hey, I'm going to be in Birmingham on such and such dates. And they'll post it on the Facebook page and I'll be on those dates. Does anybody want to have a cigar? Would anybody have a recommendation for a cigar lounge? And every time... A guy will get on and say, hey, I live in Birmingham, or I live right outside. Yeah. This is a great cigar lounge. I'll meet you there. When do you want to meet? And they'll get together. And so when you're sitting down with a brother, one that you've never met before, yeah. right? but what binds you together is the fact that you're part of Holy Smokes. Yeah. And they're able to just encourage each other. And these guys have shared with me, you know, I'm not going to hook up because I'm sitting down with a brother in another town when I'm traveling because I have to do it for work. Mm -hmm. And I have accountability through that cigar. And that's mm -hmm. scotch. And I'm just going to go straight to my hotel room and go to bed and go to work the next day and be faithful to my wife. That's beautiful. Yeah. Or they're not going to turn on. Or they will go back and they'll turn off the X-rated channels on their hotel yeah. when they get back. Because they're convicted by the Holy Spirit. Because only, only the Holy Spirit changes hearts, right? Is But through other brothers and sisters around them, they are inspired to live a higher calling in their lives. Yeah, it reminds me of a story. I had a... I went on a fishing trip once to Montana yeah. with a bunch of guys that probably most people would know. And one of them was the first guy I actually talked to in the morning when I got up. I sat next to him and we engaged in a, in a conversation. He was the head of a huge ministry, which I'll not name. But this guy was obviously really good at protecting himself. So we were on a trip with a bunch of guys that were pretty transparent. It was kind of a space where yeah. you could open up. Yeah. But this guy was really guarded. And through the week, I just, when I came home, I was sort of burdened by this guy and thought about him. And I thought, you know, what can really help him? Yeah. Well, one of my very dear friends right here in town comes from the town that he lives in. Mm -hmm. And his whole family's there. He goes back to visit his family. And I made the connection between these two and they hit it off. And so every time he goes back to that city, he meets with this guy for a cigar. And through that relationship, then they were able to open up more and engage well, awesome. private way. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, what a blessing that is for him to not be so isolated right. and not be so sheltered because he's afraid. And he's afraid. He's a top leader. And if the word got out about something in his personal life, I mean, people are cruel. And things happen. We shoot our wounded. We shoot our wounded. Yeah, and true. and that's why I think the genius of the Facebook page, and I'll say this, most people may know this, but if they don't, I think it's important to know it. 
the Facebook page is private and we can tag each other within that page and it doesn't ever go public yeah. in anybody's public feed. So they'll see the page in their feed, but the tags stay only within Holy Smokes. So if people are gathering, it's still safe to tag them because it preserves their privacy. And some of these guys are not in a position where they can go public because of what they do. Yeah. That's why guys have to be intentional. You hear that story from Steve here. I mean, he thought of this guy who happened to be in Indiana, for instance. And he goes, you know, I have a friend that goes to that same city. I'll make that connection for Holy Smokes to occur. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's in a very safe place. It's a cigar lounge. They both smoke cigars. They get together and know each other. And you just pray that the Holy Spirit will bind their hearts together to encourage one another. Uh, so it's that intentionality on the part of Holy Smokes members to really reach out. And I love doing this. I love going on the Facebook page and I just say, hey, you're going to be Riverside. Oh, you need to you know, yeah. connect with this guy and I'll tag him. Because yep. I just happen to know the guys that are part of Holy Smokes in that area. But we all have friends all over the country. So making that effort to really connect them in, friending them, get them to be a part of, be a member of the private page, and then having Holy Smokes groups start all over is really cool. My favorite Holy Smokes story that I love to tell people, and it really kind of encompasses the group, is last summer someone was in Rome and they posted, hey, I'm in Rome, I want to have a cigar outside the Colosseum, anyone else in town? And sure enough, another member said yes. And sure enough, two, night, two, no, two or three nights later, there was a post of them outside the Coliseum That's in the awesome. evening with a nice picture <laughs> of just the, the Coliseum oh, lit up in the evening. Awesome. And they got together, and I was like, oh, that's Holy so Smokes. Good. That's Holy Smokes. That is. It's not just ones that travel. We have you know, groups in Paris, London, Kigali, Rwanda, <laughs> South Africa. Rio. Tel Aviv. London. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's all Hong Tokyo, Kong, <laughs> Singapore. It's decentralized. Shanghai. Yep. And, right. and so it's really community-driven. Taiwan, yeah. Which, which is another reason why we wanted to start this show, this podcast, was because we wanted to kind of open it up to even more people with those rules right. of, you know, no assholes. Right. And no pitching. Yep. Yeah. And what happens to Holy Smokes stays a Holy Smokes. Right. Any other rules, Kay? Well, and, and that rules is maybe a strong word, but it's yeah. definitely self-policing. Yeah, I mean, we do have some groups that are intentionally, they do Bible studies and stuff like that during the Holy Smokes, but people know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Right? And so maybe for a person who doesn't know the Lord, that might not be the best place to start with. It might be just a regular Holy Smokes where they're just getting together and have a cigar and a stick. And then say, hey, I'm going to have a Bible study on Wednesday night. Why don't you join me? You know, it's a great, I'd say, tool in many ways. A great onboarding, low barrier of entry for business yeah. guys out there to to get people in and get involved. And Kay mentioned traveling uh, earlier, and I think you know anybody that's friends with Kay on Facebook, there's probably nobody that travels as much as this guy, right? <laughs> I mean, we, we've all seen every meal he's ever had, right? So he, right. He's I, I've every pound, I've every pound that every meal that I've had. I have the graveyard of many chickens around my my gut here. But, you know, Kay's a tremendous evangelist, really, for Holy Smokes. And so I don't think we would have grown the way we've grown, really, without him out there advocating, meeting people. And he does a fantastic job at connecting people. And and that's what it takes. Thanks, you know, Steve. it takes an advocate out there yeah. to say, hey, this is powerful because we know it's powerful because we've seen it in our own town. And now we're seeing it all over the world. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. Five years ago, when I first met you, one of the very first questions you asked me Hey, you like cigars? Dude, I, I haven't smoked cigars since college, really. So, yeah, I'd love to. Well, I'd the first to. one's free, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's awesome. I mean, I think for me personally, Steve, is the joy that I see when I see guys and gals just connecting with no agenda other than to love one another and fellowship with one another, to really encourage, exhort each other. Um, And that's been satisfying for me personally. But then also I've had men speak into my life when I've been going through just hard times Mm -hmm. and just walking with me through that time. I've never really experienced a how can I say consistent faithful fellowship of men that will walk through with you I often say that you know a friend a true friend is one that runs to you when you're hurting not the one that runs away from you mm-hmm. you know in the church we do that we really marginalize people that are going through a tough time maybe they're going through a really hard divorce or maybe they had committed adultery or maybe their business dealing isn't the greatest and the reputation really sucks out in the community. Yeah. You know, it's those guys that we need to be reaching out to because the power of the redemption of Jesus Christ all falls short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. You know, let us be the first one that casts a stone, right? Or a bad cigar at them. So is to invite them into that fellowship and walk with them during those times. Oh yeah. When I, when I first got involved five years ago, after you, when you invited me, my wife started a journey of really a year of really bad health. And it was, it was those guys that came around me and was like, Hey, I'm praying for you. How's your wife doing? Hey, what's going on? How's she doing? All right. I'm still praying for you. Or they bring over a meal or whatever, drop off groceries, whatever. It was, it was gigantic for me to, to start to develop that kind of community around, around me. And it really helped. Well, that's what happens with friends. You know, we carry each other's burdens. Yeah. And I always say you today, me tomorrow, right? So we're all people, right? We get cut, we all bleed, Christian or no Christian. So we all, you know, life's better with friends. It just is. I remember at one point we wanted to come up with a logo. We wanted to figure out, you know, let's create some branding around this, yeah. right? So I was wrestling with what that might look like. And my original inspiration were the wings. You know the Bentley cars yeah. that have sort of the circle and the wings? Yeah. That were, that was the core of the idea. And then out of that, that expanded into the logo that we have now, which is really sort of the outstretched arms of God. Yeah. And Holy Smokes HS, which is, again, code for the Holy Spirit, right? And so you have all of those elements wrapped up in that logo. And the guys just embrace the logo. I mean, you know, you never know whether something's going to click or not. It's been really satisfying to see people click with that and love it and engage around it. That couple that moved down from Denver, he actually took that logo and had it embroidered on a smoking jacket. And he, he comes in once in a while with that smoking jacket. And I'm that's like, awesome. oh, this is, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. But I think, uh, I think the core of what you know, Kay described earlier is it's a no control movement. So there's nothing, when somebody hosts a Holy Smokes event, there's no sort of formal anything they have to do. Yeah. Somebody just needs to be a host and say, I got room in my backyard come over on Thursdays, whatever the day is, and let people just engage. And a lot of times people fly in and they're, they're here in the Mecca, of course, of Holy Smokes, and they want to see, and they ask these questions, which kind of take us back when we first hear them, yeah. like, what am I supposed to do? How do I join? Yeah, how do I join? <laughs> We're thinking, join? Uh, what? Maybe we should do a membership. <laughs> Maybe we should do a membership. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it, it's not, there's nothing formal about it. No. It's just a matter of host people and let them connect with each other yeah. and, and let it go, and it will happen. And what's cool about it is, you know, in the Bible it says how the fivefold ministry is there for the equipping of the saints. And what I've really enjoyed seeing is men thriving in the context of Holy Smokes. For example, 
one guy has a real gift of hospitality. He makes you feel welcome, like Paul. Paul's got the full package, but then you got another guy that just says, you know, I, I like to barbecue. I'll provide yeah. the meat, you know, yeah. and, and we'll just yeah. barbecue. Another guy says, hey, I'll, I'll bring a six pack or a bottle of wine. Or another guy says, hey, I got some extra cigars. I'll hand them out and just share with people. And it's just beautiful to see men and women just becoming in this context of generosity and hospitality and around food and fun and fellowship, uh, just thriving and growing and expanding, you know, in their gifts as well. So, Kay, what do you envision? What What's your dream for Holy Smokes in the future? I've been pondering that in, because when we started talking about having a podcast yeah. and, quote, going public with Holy Smokes, because it's all been on, on a secret Facebook page or now a private Facebook page, I realized that there are people out there that don't know about holy smokes and that and they're lonely and they're hurting and they're isolated and that that grieves me I, it really it brings pain to my heart knowing that they don't have a place to connect so as this thing scales and grows we just about what steve about five years ago we were only about 800 now we have over close to 3,000. yeah and when you multiply that by three to five guys that's almost fifteen thousand guys and what blows my mind is I am, as I travel around the country and the world, I meet groups of guys coming together, having studies, or they maybe they, they get together for a prayer meeting, or they have a cigar together at, at a lounge, and they're a bunch of Christian guys. I mean, you go to any lounge, it's funny, you say, hey, I'm part of Holy Smokes. And they go, oh, I've heard about you. And or, or I got I got this pastor that comes here, and he prepares for his sermon on Fridays before he preaches on Sunday, you know? Yeah. And you got to meet him, you know? It's hilarious. I mean, believers are everywhere, yeah. but they're by themselves, or they don't know where it's safe to do other places. So I'm coming across groups, and they've you know either joined us or they're like affiliate groups, and we just want to just encourage that as this thing grows. So I would love to see a global movement of men and women that are friends, followers of Jesus, and encouraging others to grow closer to God through sort of the modality or sort of the context of a Holy Smokes gathering, they can really feel a safe place mm. to grow in their walk with God. You're tearing and, up. And also, yeah, and, 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 and invite others into that journey. Yeah. Because we're all in different places in our journey. And we need to just recognize that we're there really to love one another and care about each other and speak love and truth too. I mean, we've had some tough conversations mm-hmm. where I have a phrase that says, you know, spiritual pride is like bad body odor. Everybody else smells it except you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's great having a brother around you and say, you know, dude, that was kind of an arrogant kind of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a jerk statement, you know, or, you know, do you really think, you know, was that really the godly way to respond to that? And to really embrace the teachings in the word of really loving and caring and reconciling or trying to, yeah. to be a man of peace to others. Well, the group has done some cruises together mm-hmm. that have been posted. And next year in August, right, we're having the conclave yes. here in Colorado Springs. Yep. So we're going to have uh, basically an international gathering. We've had some gatherings where we invite people from across the country and now we're going to open up internationally to invite people because people are like hey we want to come to colorado springs you know and um and have a holy smoke so we have about five places here in town right steve where we're just going to do a progressive holy smokes from place to place and you get to see the you know places where you see pictures of yeah you know in the facebook and then we have this one uh detached garage where we actually raised money and we fixed up a detached garage and made it into the 
Sea Garage. Sea Garage. Then we have another place called the Lion's Den where this friend of ours who individually, I mean, he just on his own before he really knew even about Holy Smokes, felt like God was calling him to bring a place where 10, 15 men can come together and just talk and hang out and have a cigar and just talk about life yeah. and you know speak life to one another. Um, and then, of course, you know you can do it anywhere. You don't have to have necessarily an indoor place. We're, we're blessed to live in Colorado where you know, nine months or eight months a year we can smoke outside. We also have a pastor that has a place called the Sanctuary. We do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, uh, he has an awesome place where two, three guys can hang out in his shed in the back, which he converted and really, I mean, it's, it's tricked out, you know. That's awesome. And it's a beautiful place. You can really sense the Lord in it and great conversations have happened there as well. It's been great. We've seen other guys now that have created their own rooms and their own spaces. And there's guys, other guys in Colorado Springs that have done that as well. I think it'd be fun to do a profile sometime, whether that's in a book or some way that we can show off all these places, you know, that guys can take good photographs of their environments that they've built and say, this is how, this is where we gather to connect. And they're all fun. They're all interesting. And so it's fascinating to see what's happening. It, it's really gotten sort of out of control in a good way. I remember when we first started, we, we knew kind of the groups. And yeah. it's just like, who are these guys, Kay, showing up on the Facebook group? I have no idea. No man. idea. It's like, whoa. And then it's like, now there's probably more guys we, we don't know. And that's the way it should be. Well, Absolutely. one of the things that we've talked about in planning for this podcast is, one, to go and travel to some of these groups and just get to know some of them and, and record some episodes and, you know, kind of find out a little bit more about that group ethos. So that way, if someone's listening in Orange County in Southern California, they can learn more about that group. And, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I live, you know, 35, 40, 60 minutes away, whatever. I'll drive down. and Absolutely. And, and, or if they're in town, they'll be able to shoot a message and say. And, and then the other one that we've talked about is going and profiling a little bit of, of some of these places and kind of talk and take the listener there and describe what it is, how they did it, how they got this their right. little their little sanctuary or cigarage or lion's den set up. Right. And some of the personal stories, because oh, you oh, know, yeah. there, there are guys that are just saying, listen, I don't know if I would have made it without this fellowship of friends, yeah. this connection of, of brothers and sisters. So I think that that'd be fun, too, is to hear the stories on sort of what community has meant to them. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. As, as the executive producer of the show, this is something that's really deep, deep in my heart is to get to those stories. Yeah, we'll feature, you know, a cigar manufacturer that we want to feature. Or mm -hmm. maybe we'll talk to someone who wrote a book about cigars. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we'll talk to this one guy who wrote a blog post about cigars and talk with some influencers, some people that have audiences and those kinds of things. But it's those one-on-one -on -one stories, those, those no-names, if you will. The, those are some of the most powerful stories that, that this community offers. Well, the kingdom of God is all about relationships. And part of that relationships is their stories. Yeah. And getting to know their stories and really leaning into it and seeing how you can bless them, be a part of their story, help them, encourage them, exhort them, you know, in their walk with God or if they're a search for God. Yeah. So to close this out, one of the questions I want to ask, Kay, are we ever going to be charging people to be members? Never. Are we going to be charging groups to be members? No. Now, Holy Smokes is a nonprofit. So if someone wants to donate to help with the costs of this podcast, to help with 
maybe some seed money to get some merchandise. That'd be a great thing. That'd yeah, be an awesome sure. thing. Absolutely. Yeah, it would be. So, you know, we've, we've done a number of things. So we've had a golf tournament. We raised over $5,000 for the local rescue mission. And the guy happens to be a closet, holy smokes guy. He can't come out <laughs> yeah. you know, because of his funding sources. Yeah. But, but we cut him a check for 5000 bucks for that. Uh, so it's nice to see community engagement coming out of Holy Smokes to be a little more intentional that way. It's fun to do. And, of course, there's cigars and other things, you know, drinks, you know, you're <laughs> going around golfing. But we also have cruises where, you know, folks say, hey, I want to get to know some other guys from other parts of the country and the world. So we've done Holy Smokes cruises. We did one to Cuba, which was a blast. Oh, my gosh, that was a lot of fun. We we're going to do some, we kind of call them expeditions, where we're going to actually go to the Esteli Valley in Nicaragua. And there's a chateau there that wants to host us, and Ooh. you can have cigars with them, and sh- they're going to show us how cigars are made and the different, you know, because a lot of us, we love cigars, but we really don't know much about them and how they're created and how they're manufactured. And, uh, you know, there's needs there as well overseas. Yeah. So as, you know, followers of Jesus, you know, we want to be a blessing to others. So finding out, you know, well, do they have medical needs? Do they need schooling needs? Is there orphanages there that we can get behind and work with them and partner with? Um, so there's different when you say, you know, what are we looking at in the future? I can easily see um, us, you know, building a community and a tribe of Holy Smokes people all over. Holy Smokes has also uh, been patented with U.S. Patent Office, the name. So Holy Smokes Club is actually a patent um, name. And it wasn't because of me. I, it was funny, a, a lawyer friend of mine out of Dallas <clears throat> told me, you know, Kay, he goes, you know, it would be the worst thing to happen if some guy patented it before us and like said we couldn't use the name yeah so he said i'm gonna go ahead and patent it for he paid for it all himself Mm. patented the name went through the patent office and got the holy smokes club name patented as a club and association and so in that sense we're legal as well that's awesome so in the show notes for this episode we will have ways in which a method in which you can donate if you want to help pitch in to plant some seed money for this show for merchandise, for some of these events to help get them started, as well as, you know, just to kind of put seed money into this movement. Absolutely. So, and, and also, if, you know, you're from, say, Cincinnati, Ohio, or you're from Atlanta, and you'd like us to come and, and do a show there, you know, we'd love to come down and hang out with you and have a cigar and hear your stories and, and promote you and to share with you know the other guys and gals all over holy smokes you know what's going on in your group there hey hitamine and steve grison thanks so much for being on this uh episode number one the history of holy smokes thanks podcast steve. Episode. it was fun it was thanks. a lot of fun thanks bro if you'd like to donate you can send a tax deductible donation via paypal to holy smokes cigar club at gmail.com that's holy smokes cigar club at gmail.com i'll have a link in the show notes we'd also love your feedback about this show you can email us through that email holy smokes cigar club at gmail.com or uh, send us a message through the facebook page uh, facebook.com slash holy smokes club or through our secret Facebook group. This show is about our community and we want to create content around what you're interested in and what you want to hear. So uh, be sure to click subscribe on your favorite podcast app and please help us spread the word. Be like Kay and ask someone today, hey, you happen to like cigars or pipe? 
One last thing, we're also doing a very early launch of a Patreon page at patreon.com slash holysmokes. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a platform where you get bonuses for monthly support slash donations. We're still working on what exactly the bonuses are for Patreon supporters, but right now we have an ad-free podcast feed. Yes, we will be running ads on this free podcast feed. Bonus and extended podcast episodes, early podcast episode access, like uh, Ethan Nicole from the Babylon Bee, the creative director for Babylon Bee. That episode is available right now for Patreon supporters. Uh, a free Holy Smokes t-shirt and more. Uh, $2 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month and up. Each tier has bonuses. Future bonuses will likely include discounts on Holy Smokes gear and events like our cruises, special Patreon-only discounts from our sponsors, more free gear and swag, Patreon-only online events, and more. Go to patreon.com slash holysmokes to learn more. That's patreon.com slash holysmokes. And again, there's a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and help us spread the word about faith, friendship, fine tobacco and drink. Thanks. Thank you.